Hi, you're listening to The Dive, brought to you by Living Word Press, starting right now. Hi, welcome back to The Dive q and I'm back with Dr. Josh Waldman, Dr. Gary Yates. I'm your host, Brett Yates. If you haven't listened to the last episode, you'll want to go back and listen to part one. This is kind of part two of the virgin birth. Uh, Merry Christmas, guys. It is <laughs> Christmas time. Christmas, so good to Christmas have you lights and all on the front yeah. of the house here. Yeah, it, it's starting to come together here at Living Word Press Studio. So uh, there's a tree over here somewhere. It's off, uh, off camera, guys. Uh, so question two, uh, what, is, uh, what does the virgin birth have to do with God's sinlessness uh, and sin nature. I know this kind of came up during uh, church last week, Dad. So I'll throw it to you. Yeah, we had a, a just, we were discussing the virgin birth and uh, the question of how this is related to Jesus being our Savior, being the God Man, and that sort of thing. And then someone raised the question: Well, how does the virgin birth get us around that? Because Mary still has a sin nature. Uh, is there this uh, mechanical rule that says the sin nature is passed on by the Father, or right. you know how how much do we have to get into the mechanical process uh, to 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 get around uh, the problem of of, uh, of human sinfulness? Yeah, I mean there there are a couple of things here. One would be, of course, what we're saying by virtue of us making the statement that Jesus is fully man and has a human nature. We're saying that. To be human is not necessarily to be a sinner. We can start there. That sin, that the sin nature is not necessarily part and parcel of humanity itself. And so humanity can exist without the sin nature. Uh, but of course, the question here, and maybe for our listeners, um, if you're unfamiliar with maybe some of the terminology, it's like the sin nature gets passed down from Adam. And Romans 5 would want to teach us that uh, we, there's a headship issue here, that Adam we sin in Christ. And that because Adam, or <laughs> we sin in Adam, and because Adam sinned, this, this gets passed down to us, right? Uh, so the sin nature is something that we deal with in the fall as a result of the fall. It impacts so much. I mean, from our thinking to our actions and motivations. And, and so if Jesus is going to be the perfect, sinless, spotless lamb, Right, and we're going to say he's the mediator between us and God. He's the God made perfect in every way, um, and yet fully human. Then we've got to recognize that there's a break. There's a break in uh, a lineage in some sort, in that the sin nature isn't being passed down to him. And so again, the question came up. All right, uh, I made the claim. I think in church, you know, the virgin birth helps us to understand how there was a break in all of this. You know, again, God. God is communicating to us not just the identity of Christ, but something about uh, the way He's communicating it to us is giving us unique in- insight. And so, the question was: All right, how does that work? Because Mary is still a sinner. Is that sin nature getting passed down through her? Um, I don't think that this means that um, you know we have to conclude that the sin nature is only passed through the man, as some people would say. Um, At least I don't take that line, and I know that there are arguments to that effect. I would just want to say that the Lord could have ensured incarnation, like we talked about in the last episode, in any number of ways. And again, he could have snapped his fingers, and Jesus of Nazareth could have appeared before Pontius Pilate when he was 35 years old, exactly where he needed to be in order to be crucified and provide the atonement. He didn't choose to do it that way because he wanted to communicate things within a context and to provide us the life and ministry of Christ before the crucifixion and resurrection. But all of that said, 
I still think that the virgin birth itself is first and foremost, a supernatural act. It demonstrates that God's hand is all over this, that God has control over nature, that we've got a God-man uh, that's coming out of this, uh, that the incarnation is going to occur. And so when we say that the sin nature, um, the lineage was broken, you know, I, I just take that to mean Christ, uh, that the Lord ensured that you know, in his humanity, that sin nature didn't, you know, didn't taint his humanity at his conception. So there, there's, you know, there's nothing beyond that. We don't have to postulate that there's uh, something passed down through the man. We can just say in the supernatural act of the virgin birth that, again, was intended to help us understand things theologically, God ensured that that lineage was broken. What do you think? Yeah, and this brings us to the the, the idea. We really not we we don't believe in a virgin birth of Jesus. We True. believe in a virginal conception. True. And so I think what's important in the you know the conception part here is that the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary. Mm-hmm. So whatever would have normally happened in in the procreation between a man, it's not that, that again that the man has the sin nature and passes it along. It's just that the Holy Spirit overrode this uh, normal process in the way that Jesus was conceived in a way that guaranteed he was sinless and uh, that he would not be tainted by whether it was the sin nature of the mother or the father. Yeah, everything about the virgin birth is supernatural. I mean, it's an, it's an incredible you know, one-time uh, sort of event, right. and, it, and it, was, it was a marvel to right. all that behold it. I mean, it wasn't just a marvel to his birth, the birth itself— uh, was a marvel not just to the family but to all the heavenly hosts. Yeah, and not just a, a miraculous signpost. Hey, here's the most unique person who ever lived, but yet unique, uh, especially because of this issue that we're raising about the sinlessness of Jesus. And you know, Hebrews is going to say he was like us in every way, mm-hmm. yet without sin. Right. Uh, and and taking us back to that time when humanity before Adam uh, was not tainted by sin, and and he does that as the second Adam. Yes, he does. Amen. Uh, so Adam wouldn't have a sin nature, right? And and so that's the reason that, you know, it doesn't lessen Jesus living a sinless life without the sin nature because Adam didn't have one either and he still chose to sin, right? Well, I, you know, I guess what I'd want to say there is that part and parcel of being human and to possess a human nature entails free will, volition, right? Um, we can choose to sin or be faithful. Now, the difference with the sin nature is that we start with a brokenness that has a real ramification. Again, I mentioned like in our thinking and in our intentions and motivations and so forth. Um, Everything is broken and hazy because of the sin nature. Adam didn't start with that. In some ways, he was sharper than we are. I think we might conclude sometimes or we we just kind of have this concept in the back of our mind that somehow Adam, because he existed way back then, that you know we're we're smarter than him because we have more technology and things like that. That I, that's not true at all. As a matter of fact, that uh, he was probably much sharper than us because he didn't have this, the the murkiness of a sin nature clouding his thinking. And so, um, yeah, I think uh, ultimately when we say he didn't have a sin nature, that's true. But we also are saying that to have a human nature is to have choice. Okay. So this this begs a question, and I don't know if we want to get into this. But, you know, if we're saying that Jesus had a human nature, does that mean in his human nature he had a choice to sin? Are, are we going to get into that? Are or? we? Or are we going to leave it on a cliffhanger <laughs> for the next episode? Uh, you guys tell me.
I think we can leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess you'll have to come back uh, next week. 2024. <laughs> yeah, 2024. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Uh, we'll finally get to the answer to that question. Guys, thanks for being with us. Have a great Christmas. Josh, Dad, thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you next time.